Are you an athlete who wants to expand on your current sports performance or struggling to regain your athletic abilities following a brain or body injury? Seattle's On Point Performance Neurotraining offers the latest technology and science-based therapies to heal active minds and bodies. Just ask one of their clients who just received an Olympic bronze medal. Stop into their office at 4000 Aurora Avenue North, Suite 208, or find more information at onpointneuro.com. That's onpointneuro.com. Welcome again to Choices, Finding Your Joy. So happy to have you with us today. I am really happy today to welcome just a fantastic lady. We have with us today, Laura Hankey. She is a powerful and energetic speaker, empowering professionals in speaking roles. She helps others unleash and hone their authentic message. I am so excited for this show today, Laura. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for inviting me, Paula. It's lovely to be here. Oh, thank you. And I, I would like to begin with, you have such a fantastic background. Tell us a bit about yourself and what brought you to where you at, are at at this moment. Well, it's been kind of an interesting journey. It certainly hasn't been a straight line as I would have expected. When I graduated from South Dakota State University, um, you know, back when I was 21 years old, I, um, I grew up on a farm in South Dakota and I was always really active in music and theater. It was just something that has been a part of me since I was very, very young. I was playing piano by the age of seven. I was in my first uh, theatrical production in fifth grade was really active in music and just all that stuff, you know, <clears throat> music and theater all through high school and even into college. And then somehow after I graduated from high school and I got into the corporate, uh, graduated from college, excuse me, and got into the corporate world, I let my music leave me. I stopped. I mean, I would still play piano and sing a little bit to myself at home, but I got away from what, what is really an important love for me. And it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I fell a, upon an acting class at the Pinnacle Theater outside Salem, Oregon through Chemeketa Community College. And I started going to acting classes. And eventually I was cast in my first show since college at the age of 40. And that was a fantastic experience. And then I found my voice teacher, uh, Linda Bryce, who's the founder of the Transformational Voice System, when I was in my 40s. And I became so passionate about the transformational voice system that I became one of the first uh, group to graduate as an apprentice teacher. And I eventually quit my day job as a workers' compensation claims professional to follow my, my passion and my love for vocalization, singing, and helping others use their voices. Oh, I love it. I love it. it and it must be so fantastic to help others open up and, and be confident with their own voices because really we're all so unique and a lot of times we can criticize ourselves 
with our voice. I know myself, I have always felt I sounded like Minnie Mouse. You know, so it must be great for you to help others. What, tell us, break down a bit of where you would begin with someone that you're coaching. Well, really where it all starts is teaching people how to properly breathe, believe it or not, because a lot of people don't realize you can, you can breathe wrong. You can try and take your breaths like from up here um, with a clenched belly and there's all this tension in the body and that really cuts out the flow of breath and therefore dramatically impacts your voice. So the very first thing we talk about, whether I'm in a workshop or it's an individual private singing student, for example, or an entrepreneur who needs to speak about their business, you know, or someone who needs to give a speech, whatever the case may be, is we really get them breathing and get that body oxygenated and learn to relax the abdominal muscles and fill those lungs with air. And then we talk about different things, you know, it, Every individual is very different, as you said. You know, everybody has past experiences with their voices, for example. I've worked with people who were told that they shouldn't sing out loud in the choir because they ruined the choir by their singing voice. So they would mouth the words instead of actually singing. Something like that is really damaging to a person emotionally and mentally. And so when you're working with this vocal process is as much about your inner voice as it is about your physical instrument. So the two are oh so closely entwined. You wouldn't believe how working with the voice helps you work with issues surrounding your voice. It's really interesting. But to get back and kind of further answer your question, it does start with the breath. But then we talk about things like how to speak with resonance, how to, how to use your own natural pitch where your body really wants to speak. Because Believe it or not, a lot of people aren't speaking in their authentic pitch. It's really interesting. Wow. How so would there's all these different that? elements. What was that? How would we realize if we're not speaking in our authentic pitch? It, 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 let, me, let me give you an example. This is maybe a little exaggerated, but it's very similar to what I hear all the time, is that people tend to pull their voices kind of back into their throat instead of out through the mask is what we call a resonant voice is coming out through here. So it's like they pull their voice back just a little bit and see how it sounds kind of gravelly. And maybe you're gonna get more hoarse this way. And, but a lot of people talk like this. If you start paying it and instead of like this, see, this is where my voice wants to go. You would be amazed how many people talk too low and they pull their voices back from their throat. Does that sound familiar to you? It probably will now if you haven't noticed it before. That is absolutely fascinating. It is. Oh. I think it has to do with not wanting to really be heard or, you know, always have been told to be quiet and not, you know, whatever, all these years of conditioning yeah. of not wanting your voice to ring out. I just did a class for oh, about 10 women on Sunday. And this woman, one of them in particular, I'm going to guess she was probably in her 60s, I'm going to guess. <clears throat> and she's been told for a long time that people can't hear her. Come on, speak up, speak up. And all really that needed to happen for her was for her to, number one, get proper posture. Because she's kind of didn't have real great posture. So get her standing up straight, bring that pitch up just ever so slightly, get her speaking resonant, the whole class was applauding at how different she sounded after just two hours. It's really not that complicated. It's just breaking years of bad conditioning in many cases. 
Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. It's so fun. It's really empowering for people when they start uncovering that true voice. A lot of times there's tears, you know, and maybe you realize you're a singer after all these years of be, being told you can't sing. And so people will, will you'll get the, the water faucets going, you know, or just that feeling of empowerment that, wow, I sounded confident. Wow. You know? Um, yeah, that is really exciting what you know the difference that can make those few points and your coaching and it can open up and bring so much more confidence too yes that has a lot to do with it is i mean that's a lot of people are afraid of public speaking like 90 percent of the people in the world are afraid of public speaking it's their number one fear so to be able to give just these few tips that help people get up and feel more confident because they sound more confident. And then because they feel more confident, they sound more confident. And it's this cycle where each feeds the other. And um, yeah, it can be very simple. And then once you start getting that empowered feeling of this is how I can be when I stand up on stage and I speak, then maybe you get the courage to start working on, well, what do I really want to say? Yes. What is my message? What is my message that wants to come through me that I can share with this powerful, confident voice yes. that really gets you thinking about what you might want to say? Yes. And so let me see if I understand this. We want to resonate with confidence, not hold that voice in. Correct? Yeah. Out. Yes. I would say the three, three or four, I, I guess I would say biggest tips for beginners, you know, who are mm -hmm. just starting to work with their voice is remember to breathe with a proper relaxed belly and not all that tension that tends to happen, ribs out. So, the, and you're consciously, you can't inhale and talk at the same time. When you're, when you're vocalizing, speaking or singing, you're going to be exhaling. Well, be aware of that breath flow. So you're, you're being aware that you're consciously speaking on the breath without allowing your, like, let's see if I can give you an example here. So I'm talking right now, I'm going to clench my belly because I stops the breath flow. So if you can consciously be aware, you're bringing out your sound on that breath. Number one, two, bring the voice not don't keep it back in here bring it out through your resonance but make sure you're on that natural authentic pitch so you've got the breath you've got the resonance and you've got the pitch and i feel like there's something i'm missing right now but if you can just get those three things as a beginning speaker it's going to change your world it's going to change the way that you perceive yourself as a vocalist yes and I would think, Laura, that making these changes as well is going to make a difference in how you feel, just let's say in the workplace. Absolutely. You communicate with others. Yeah, because like in, for example, um, a colleague and I are giving a workshop on, um, at a Dress for Success tomorrow night. And so these are women who really want to make a big improvement in their lives, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're wanting to find new jobs. They're want getting a new wardrobe there. And so, yeah, the vocalization is a huge part of that. 
And also we'll talk about maybe things like um, peaceful conflict resolution in communication and things like that so that people have a better understanding of how to word what they need to say as they're working with performance anxiety and you know trying to make an improvement in their lives in general. So absolutely. Yes, yes. Something I noticed in, in your notes was notice your impact. Mm -hmm. So what do, what do you mean by that? That we look around or we just kind of get a, try to get a feel of if they're hearing what we're saying? Explain that. I thought that was fun. I I'd love to. No one's asked me that question before, and I've been a, on a couple of other programs recently, so thank you for asking that question. Um, I'll answer it by, by first telling you what the HONE, your message acronym, stands for. So it's H is have heartfelt and healthy vocal technique. O is own your delivery through resonance. N is notice your impact through feeling. And E is energize your audience through inspiring them with your personal message. So the question you just asked me, the N in notice your impact has directly to do with emotional expressivity. And this is the actor in me. I'm also an acting teacher. I teach authentic performance acting classes from time to time. And as an actor, well, give me your guess. What do you think makes the difference between just an okay performance by an actor or a really touching, riveting one? What do you think the difference is? I would say that whatever, you know, their role is, that you really feel it. Yes. You feel what they're going through. Yes, and that is because that actor cannot, that really effective Academy Award winning performance by Myrtle Streep or whoever. Yeah. Tom I, Hanks, awesome. Tom, yes, he's one of my favorites as well. Too, so yeah. That performance happens because that actor is emotionally, it is feeling whatever the character would be feeling in that circumstance. So you just throw yourself in there emotionally and you let yourself feel it. Oh, excuse me. That's okay. That's <laughs> So yeah. it's the feeling aspect. So when you're noticing your impact, you're up there in front of an audience as a speaker, you're feeling something. Yes. You're emotionally invested in what it is you're saying to your audience. And when you do that, you're making an emotional connection with your audience and they're feeling it along with you. And as a speaker, you notice this. This is impact. You're up there in the same emotional space as your audience and you're all in this emotional moment together. And that is what makes a truly inspiring speaker. Oh, so as a speaker, look at it as an actor would in a film and really feel the message that you're trying to share. Correct? Yeah. I like, for example, I've got a, a speech out there on YouTube that is the five, five steps to vocal variety. And one of the tips that I give in creating a speech that truly has a lot of vocal variety is to choose something that you're passionate about. I mean, you can get up and give a speech on how to make the best scrambled eggs in the world or, you know, whatever it is. But if you're going to share something that's a little personal, a personal story and share the impact that it had on you, what you learned from it and give this story, this, uh, you know, ins inspiration, ways to change their life kind of speech mm -hmm. to your audience. Yes. 
you're going to get up. It's going to make you much easier to actually feel something. I mean, as an actor, I can get up. I can laugh in one sentence and cry 30 seconds later because I'm, an, I'm emotionally invested in what I'm saying. But if you choose something that's really meaningful to you as a speech topic, you are going to be far more likely to be able to put yourself in that emotional space and therefore have that emotional connection with your audience. Yes. Yes. And, you know, really that's huge because you can be talking to someone or see a story on TV and if a message comes across and you really feel what they're going through. I mean, myself, I, I, I can cry many times over different things, you know, mm -hmm. feeling what they're going through. And that's part of that. They're getting across the message. That's that noticing your impact piece. It's really, it's being in that emotional space and oh boy, is that impactful. And you can't help but notice it because you're there together with your audience. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. And I, I, I would think with the energize your audience, it could go, you know, along the same lines. If you're sharing, um, you know, a new, creation or, you know, a new career or something you're putting out there and people feel that they can get excited and it can make something just prosper and grow that much more. Well, what, what I like to talk about quite a lot in that um, E, energize your audience piece, <clears throat> is that when you start working with your voice, we talked about this earlier, it's your inner voice reflects the outer vo voice and vice versa. So we call the voice a double mirror. And what that means is the voice reflects what's going on inside the person and what's going on inside the person is also reflected in their voice. So if they're feeling all uh, pushed down and not confident and powerless, that is absolutely gonna come out in the voice. So as you start working with the one, the other changes. And as you start doing this, working with the voice, it's really a consciousness raising process. And so the more you're looking inside yourself, and like I said, maybe what wants to come out through you, what that internal message is, it's gonna become more crystallized as you start working with your voice. At least that's what my experience has been since I started working with my own voice and I see it in my students too, wow. is that you know, your own message becomes more crystallized. It's like, what do I really want to say? How do I really want to say it? And when you get to that point, that's where you reach the point of really being an inspiration and really energizing your audience because you are so congruent and you're so in alignment, you can't help but light your audience on fire. Oh, that is just exciting. That Who knew, huh? Who knew that working with the voice could be such a big deal, but it really is. Yes. Oh my gosh. I can, I can only imagine what you have seen over the years helping people. Oh my gosh. And let's, let's take a moment, Laura, will you share your information uh, with the audience, how they oh. can learn more about you and, and look at, you know, the services you provide? Oh, yes, I would love to, of course. <laughs> my, web, my website is always a work in progress. I'm always changing and updating it. So you'll see what you see when you go to laurahandke.com, and that's my name, L-A-U-R-A, -A, and then H-A-N-D-K-E. Um, one thing I'm really excited about right now is this class I told you about for tomorrow night. I teamed up with a woman who's a certified hypnotist, 
And she's trained in something called brainwave recursive therapy, which helps with that, that fear that goes on between your ears, not just the vocalization, the physical aspect that I share, but being able to short circuit that stage fright, that performance anxiety by addressing it in your brain. Mm -hmm. So the two of us have teamed up for a really amazing workshop that helps people combat performance anxiety. Wow. More about that will be coming soon. It's pretty new. But yeah, most things that I offer are on laurahanke.com. Um, you can sign up for my mailing list there. I give um, voice lessons via Zoom, just like we're you know mm -hmm. using here, so I can mm -hmm. work with people all over the world that way. And I love to come and do workshops. So oh, I yeah. love it. I love it. Well, gosh, if, if you do any workshops in Seattle area, let me know. Okay, I will. I, I will share. Oh, that, you know, it's, it's really great to, to hear this, Laura, because, you know, I know myself and, and I would think a lot of others, we don't think that much about our voice and how we're sounding and coming across. Mm -hmm. And to learn these tools, it's, it really is exciting. Yeah, it's helpful stuff. Yes, yes. And I am going to remember the breathing. That's, you know, because we can get going and, and breathe real fast and, and that probably does make a difference. It does, it makes a huge difference. Oh, oh, gosh. Well, we have about five minutes left in the show. So what, what last bit of information do you wanna share with everyone today, Laura? I would just say, you know, I, I say this a lot because I believe it's true, and that is that the world needs your authentic truth spoken in your authentic voice. I truly believe that all of us are here for a reason. It's not by accident. It's by design. Mm -hmm. So you have something that only you can share. And for a lot of people, the voice is a big way of doing that. I'm a writer, too, so I totally get why people write and communicate that way, why they compose music, why people want to write novels nonfiction books, but also vocalization. And if you're one of those people, like you even said earlier yourself, I've never liked my voice. Mm -hmm. I thought I sounded like Mickey Mouse or, or Minnie Mouse, you mm -hmm. know, or whatever the case may be. If there's anything about your voice that isn't working for you, there are things that can be done. And that is my mission, you know, in this world is to help people breathe their voices and bring out that authentic voice. And I'm not going to say it's always easy because sometimes it takes, you know, unlearning years and years and years of bad habits, but it can be very simple. Once you learn these very simple concepts of speaking on the breath, being resonant, getting your pitch where it wants to be, avoiding harsh onsets and vowel sounds, that's, a, that's another topic we didn't get into, but these few little tips can help you enormously so that you begin to feel in sync and to have a more intimate relationship with your voice, which just makes you a happier person. Yes. <laughs> and people can hear you. You know, you won't, you won't, you will no longer dislike your voice. People will not asking you to constantly speak up and it can be a very simple process. So take advantage of it. Learn the tools. Yes. And, and I love that you say, have fun while you're learning. And, you know, and when you learn these tools, I can see how much more fun we would have because we're more confident. We've learned these tools. 
you laugh a lot in my class. Your humor is a huge part of it. And I, the way I always like to word it is, just welcome to the playground. I say that in my acting classes and in my voice classes. This is a safe space. We're not here to in any way belittle each other. We're here to support each other, to nurture each other, and to laugh a lot and to have a lot of fun. Yes. I mean, I, that's important. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, that's, that's huge. And, and I have to ask because I've always thought it'd be so fun to take an acting class. So in an acting class, you're learning these techniques with your voice, but you also have to pull in a character. Is that difficult to do, or is that a pretty easy sync? Well, to me, it's, it's so much fun. Um, whether or not it's easy is a whole nother, um, <laughs> that's a whole nother question to answer because it really depends on how willing you are to take a risk and to be vulnerable. If you're one of those people that can just dive right in and not be afraid of making a fool out of yourself. I wasn't one of those people. It took me a while. It probably took me like eight or nine terms out of 16 classes with the same acting teacher, Joe Dodge, that I finally went, Oh, now I'm starting to get that. But it is so much fun. And, you know, people who take an authentic performance acting class have the added, added benefit of being taught by a trained transformational voice teacher, which isn't true of most acting classes. So that's kind of like my special little thing, you know. Yeah. What it is is we just trade off every other week. It's, I usually do an eight-week term. You'll work on just improv. I give you a frame framework, a structure to get up and just throw something together with a partner. Okay, we're going to make this up. Here's our scene. Let's jump in and do it. And then the next week you bring in and you're working on a scene from an actual play with your partner. So you're, what you're doing is you're learning how to become emotionally vulnerable. It's like you're reading these lines or you're making them up, but you have to allow yourself to actually feel something while you're doing it. So how easy or how difficult it is depends on the individual person and what you are bringing to the process, right? Yes. Yeah. It's so much fun. Even for people who are terrified, they admit they have a really good time. <laughs> I was terrified, but I had fun. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. it you know, it, it really, you know, Finding your joy is the name of the show, and I really think you have found your joy, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I think I have, too. Oh, way, way cool. This is, I have found my joy in, in the honor of interviewing amazing people like you. This is so fantastic. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's been fun for me, too. Yes. And, and from today on, Laura, I'm going to think about my voice. Yes. Have fun with it. Celebrate it. Celebrate your voice. Yeah, this was really some great food for thought. This was fantastic. <laughs> oh, well, everyone, we have to say goodbye. We'll see you next week. Love, hugs, and blessings. Laura, love, hugs, and blessings. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in
Are you an athlete who wants to expand on your current sports performance or struggling to regain your athletic abilities following a brain or body injury? Seattle's On Point Performance Neurotraining offers the latest technology and science-based therapies to heal active minds and bodies. Just ask one of their clients who just received an Olympic bronze medal. Stop into their office at 4000 Aurora Avenue North, Suite 208, or find more information at onpointneuro.com. That's onpointneuro.com. 